the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. Ready? It's time for Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Two hours of gardening facts and fun with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch. To be a part of the show, call 308-8867. That's 308-8867. Or toll free at 866-308-8867. And now, live from Millburgers Landscape and Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road, here's your host, Milton Blake. Well, good afternoon. Welcome to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 930 a.m. The answer. It's a pretty day here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road. We encourage you to come on by and visit with us. Uh, lots of activities happening here at the nursery. It's, uh, I guess, day two as far as we're concerned of the uh, Halloween activities here with ghosts and goblins and the terror train and Screaming Roger, and uh, which uh, uh, we hadn't seen Screaming Roger yet. Yeah, we have. Yeah, he's, he's been he, he just went by. Oh, is he is he driving today? Yeah. Well, I think he's I think he's splitting time. Yeah, yeah he wasn't driving. He's getting yeah. old. He's not as scary as he once was. <laughs> yeah. yeah, but uh, uh, pumpkins are just as scary. Yeah, there's lots of pumpkins here, different colors and sizes and shapes and. Yes. Well, this is the first year I've seen shapes on the uh, small pumpkins. Yeah. yeah, you mentioned that. That's kind of cool. They're right, right here yeah. at the end of the port. There's some a- of those pumpkins are so large, you'd have to get two staff people to help you load them. Man. <laughs> yeah, they do have big old pumpkins. Oh, gosh, yeah. And they've they- got small and intermediate. Calvin and I saw, uh, or Milton and I saw, uh, intermediate-sized pumpkin going out oh. the other day. Yeah, the kids. But they had some little ones on there for the kids. Yeah, the kids are fascinated by those little pumpkins. Yeah. Just we were saying the other day, it's like we've seen a family take any other pumpkin, but if they're a family and they've got a kid in their basket, there's a little a little pumpkin. They up. See, she's got one right there. Maybe eight or ten. She she picked one up. Oh, she's gonna put it back. No, no. I'm not sure. No, she's putting it in the cart. I think. I, th- I think the uh, children are not the only ones liking those little pumpkins. Yeah. I talked to a lady yesterday that was uh, getting the. She had a, a large number of uh, little pumpkins, and uh, she said they're from de- for decorating in indoors. You know. Oh, okay. And they will last uh, way through Christmas. Probably the first of the year, if not longer. If you don't, if you don't cut on them. Yeah, if you don't cut on them. So uh, they're good for decorating. So we've got that, the maze, the moon bounce, lots of fun. Uh, and uh, we encourage you to come on by and visit with us here. Bring the kids uh, for pictures. There's a picture uh, place there where you can take fall uh, pictures yeah. of the family. We saw some families doing that yesterday. Uh, and so lots of fun stuff here at Millburgers. Lots of beautiful plants. Yeah, you can almost take pictures of your kid with the uh, 
like like the petunias out there. See those purple petunias out there? That solid bench. Was oh, three, three rows of them. Oh, look at those. Yeah, the pinkish purple. Yeah, yeah, you, those are pretty. You could uh, pose your children behind the, that bloom and get on the other side. I of guess the, if there's no zinnias to do it. To. <laughs> now there's uh, snapdragons out there. Oh wow! Now, of course, of course, the garden mums that we talked about. Yeah, yeah, lots of garden mums. They're on sale too. They are on sale. Well, I can do that too. While uh, we're talking about this, I can tell you some of the items that are on sale here at Millburgers. As uh, Jerry mentioned, that the mums are on sale, and there are they're good price. Uh, You know, kids love crotons, so uh, you can. uh, They're on sale. (laughs) Kids love crotons. Oh gosh, yeah. (laughs) I've been seeing kids pick up a croton, take it to the register. They're on sale for forty percent off think the he's tennis making that up. Yeah, yeah. I was I, I, saw, I was trying to ex- extend the theme of the pumpkins. I saw a lady as I was walking out yesterday. Yeah, I saw a lady with the croton, and I and I, I crossed paths with her. So I said, "You like those crotons?" And she said, "Oh yeah, it's kind of helter croton clothes." So, <laughs> so I wouldn't bother, but. Uh, I was surprised at the size pot they're in. I did. Yeah, it's a 10-inch pot. Ten, 10-inch pots regularly, $16.99 on sale for nine eighty-eight. Yeah. Now, if you so, want the smaller ones, there's some smaller ones, too. Yeah, 40% off. But she had a big one. Yeah. Yeah, the big ones kind of, I guess, come in a pot that it's already decorative. Yeah. Yeah, it's a... But uh, they're... I, I've never seen crotons on sale at Millburgers. How about I can't that? remember. Maybe they've had them and I can't remember. Did you remember that. crotons being no, on there? No, uh-uh. I barely remember crotons. <laughs> <laughs> oh. And uh, we talked about them yesterday. Uh, the, they're, the only, you want to keep them in pots so you can move them in and out because they're very uh, cold sensitive. But uh, this is a good... Uh, you get blazing fall colors uh, mm-hmm. in these crows. Uh, the picture they show on the sale deal is all yellow. Yeah, and yellowish green. Look. Right behind yeah. the crotons. And I, they're hidden, even though they should be out there in wide open. Lots of begonias, the semiflorum oh, begonias. Yes. And then there's even some uh, whoppers, some big containers of uh, whopper begonias back yeah. there if your if your begonias took it on the chin a little bit from the heat like mine did in the full sun you know we, yeah. we talk about how uh, capable they are in sun and that's a usual uh, capability but uh, I guess 60 days of 95 plus kind yeah. of takes their toll but I wouldn't be surprised if a lot of them will come back yeah but if you want you know, the holiday's coming up, and if you want to get your uh, begonia beds back in shape, and including whoppers, uh, there were some really really nice plants here that you could get used to. Yeah, that uh, hot weather, uh, when, it, when, when the craze uh, landscapers uh, got to using begonias, and still do, as a uh, summer color plant. And uh, if you look at them, uh, I mean, yeah, they have to plant them early uh, in the spring in uh, April or May. 
uh, before the extremely hot weather gets them because the hot weather nails them. Yeah, they just I mean, stop they, growth. Yeah, stops yeah. growth. And uh, if you look at them closely, they look like they're dying. Uh, but uh, they just slowed their growth down, and they've tra- they change color when they're thinking about dying. Yeah. Well, they usually this time of the year, and may- maybe we're at that stage now, you know, we usually we get a, a break in temperatures at night. Yeah. We get the rain start, and the temperatures drop a bit, and they they perk up pretty quickly. Yeah. So hopefully that'll happen now, too. Hey, 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. Toll free outside of San Antonio, 866-308-8867. All right, can I give you an update on the uh, Belinda's dream? So how easy should it's it be? dead. I know it's dead. Well, I'm, I'm, yeah, I don't I mean, know. How, how are we going to linger over there? So I was just thinking how wonderful that well, yeah. what a citrus uh, looked at he was carrying over there. I wanna, it's alive. Yeah, it is. I could do a citrus in the front yard. But, okay, so going back to the cotton root rot, you, you, the implication or the uh, was that, you know, just you could touch this thing and it would fall over. No. Okay, or if I tug it real hard, it would come out? Yeah. Yes. Okay, well, it doesn't. Okay. So, so that's, that's good. good. That's so, good. Yeah, so it's dead, cotton root rot. but I'll get a shovel uh, and just kind of... Yeah, that means that you screwed up somehow. Uh, no. pro- <laughs> probably lack of water. It, it's, uh, but I, something happened. Usually they lose their leaves, though, uh, yeah. from lack of water. Or oh. they wilt that they yeah, or they shriveled up. Yeah, and they're, they're pretty tough, too. They'll... they'll yeah. The normal process is they go, they lose their leaves. They send you yeah. a lot of hints, and they'll uh, come back. But yours, uh, yours was a typical kind of root rot. Uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, I'll pattern. Pop, I'll pop it out and see if I see the cottony things. And well, yeah. see if it, so. it, it, you're not gonna recognize the cottony. Oh, okay. It looks like a now a, 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 a wove a. Piece of string on there. So if like I took a cloth a, string on the roots, no, yeah. on the roots. Sometimes they're real, real obvious. A lot of other times, they yeah. Don't. Sometimes, uh, but if the root is blackened, yeah, that's the key. Okay, to a root rot. But his uh, if, if his, if his roots are holding as tight as it sounds like, might be. You know, might be uh, able to see those yeah, threads. Sure. Oh, okay. I'll pop it out. So when are you going to do that? I'm going to do it this evening. <laughs> well, I didn't want to, in case you all changed your mind on what it might be, I was going to leave it in one more day. Uh, let's see. We mentioned that the... Did you bring us a picture, Martha? Sure. I'll take a picture and send it to you. <laughs> A eight- that, that last picture you sent me, I opened it and about fell over in my chair, you know. Oh, the brown. Yeah, was uh, it dead? <laughs> is there any hope? I think I said it doesn't it's look. dead as a hammer. It doesn't look that good. <laughs> Calvin said, no, it doesn't. Uh, let's see. Fall mums, we mentioned the six-inch potter on sale for two eighty-eight each, which is a great price. But if you get ten, uh, they're $25 for ten of them. Uh, and they're in... Uh, Pre-bloom stage. Oh, good. Uh, so you get to enjoy the bloom. Uh, the buds are just beginning to open, which gives you a longer, it longer, lasts longer uh, in your in your 
decoration. But if, but if you need some with the blooms. Yeah, they got that too. Yeah, they got that, those out there. Sometimes you got some company coming or uh, just notice that this, this that would be perfect uh, by your doorway. Uh, those, those those kind of plants are here too. We, so we know where they've got them because we're uh, 100 feet out there and <laughs> all that color from the mums. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, we've got perennials in front of us that are on sale for 40% off. They're $4.18 each. And um, if you get five, they're 20, so it's even cheaper to buy more. And there's lots of uh, perennials in the one-gallon container in front of us that you would enjoy. 40% off. Uh, I, want, the, I wonder if Flair Hibiscus is on that. Oh, I don't know. He's got a nice little selection of uh, Flair Hibiscus out there. Are they in one-gallon containers? I think so. Oh, we'll have to ask. I didn't look. Um, I think it's just the ones in front of us, but we'll ask. We'll, Trace, please come they to the porch. They do have here is uh, Trace, come to the porch. a lot of uh, autumn sage. Mm. Oh, yeah. Which is, uh, you know, it's it's not its best-looking time, but it it's a excellent plant 12 months out of the year. Um, the uh, landscape and fa- selection of uh, foundation landscape shrubs are on sale for, in the three-gallon, now eleven eighty-eight, including... Uh, Variegated Ligustrum, Red Tip Fatinia, Waxleaf Ligustrum, Dwarf Yopon Holly, and Dwarf Burford Holly. And Citrus, Calvin mentioned the Citrus. It's on sale for 20% off in the 5-gallon, regularly $44.99, now $34.99. So uh, lots of stuff. We'll tell you more about And you can link stuff. that with uh, one of the half whiskey barrels. Yeah, which is get. on sale. I guess, Jerry, we we would recommend that the uh, you do the Meyer Lemon or the Mexican Lime. That's probably best in a half whiskey barrel, but all the rest can do fine in the in the soil. Yeah, my my rounding off has been verified of the prices. Yeah, has been verified in this week's advertisement. Why? Because Which... it says one half whiskey barrel, say fifteen dollars. Oh dear! Oh man! And they regularly sell for fifty nine ninety nine, uh, and they're on sale for forty four eighty eight. So, so if you uh, deduct forty eighty eight from uh, fifteen dollars and eleven cents, fifty nine nine, yeah. So, so they rounded that off, didn't they, Mel? So you actually saved more than fifteen dollars. <laughs> <laughs> They rounded that off. I'm watching you. I'm watching you, Charles. Uh-huh. I'm watching you. <laughs> uh, let's see. What else we got going on here? Oh, hey, uh, let's mention, too, real quick. We'll get all this out of the way, and that is upcoming events here at Mill Burgers. Oh, yeah. Uh, in October, we've got some great events. You can learn about them at millburgernursery.com. But we've got um, in October, hang on, uh, the calendar has to move to October. Uh, fall is for planting trees and more on the 12th. And uh, David Rodriguez will be here doing that uh, seminar free on Saturday the 12th. That's in two Saturdays uh, from 1030 to noon. And then the big celebration is on the 26th and the 27th, the Millburgers Halloween weekend celebration. I'll be here. Yeah, we'll be here because you just, that, <laughs> Hopefully. that corn got you. That corn. Yeah. That's wonderful corn. Uh, we have uh, Halloween treat bags, terror train, face painting, balloon artists, 
uh, roasted corn, virgin margaritas, employee costume contest, pumpkin painting for the kids. And uh, I think that's probably a good idea to go ahead and make your reservations for that because that will fill up too. Pumpkin uh, painting? Yeah, it's yeah. the kids' class. It's a lot of fun. Uh, and uh, so uh, you can uh, call 210-497-3760, 210-497-3760 to find out more about that, uh, and, and to, like, to make your reservations. Yeah, like Calvin said earlier, painting the pumpkin is yeah. better than cutting the pumpkin. Yeah, it's a good point. It's not as dangerous, first of all. Yeah. Because people can be cut. A lot of them. <laughs> With the knife. Yeah, Halloween, I think. Yeah, they get butcher knives yeah. and stuff like that. Doctor's offices are but pretty busy. But also it uh, decreases the longevity of your pumpkin. In other words, it'll begin to decay and rot if you cut it. And I, it's, yeah. it's yeah. kind of fun, too, because uh, you can redo it if the kids... Uh, That's true, I guess. Yeah. How do you take the paint off? Well, you just paint paint over with it. Oh, okay. Paint over with a lighter paint. But, um, you know, you, there really isn't any. You can't hardly do that with uh, cutting. Yeah. I guess, oh, you, could, I guess you could enlarge the Yeah, that usually paint. doesn't work. When you do the smile or, or the trying to make the teeth, Yeah. you always end up cutting a tooth or two out of there with a butcher knife. But I've seen the kid, kids that have done their painting, and then they've seen somebody else's. And, yeah. Oh, I want to do it. That's so much nicer. <laughs> I want to do it over again. Well, I, I bet you're right. You could uh, redo it. I hadn't thought about that. But Two, painting is better than cutting. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. As I was walking in, I looked at the coal crops that they've got out there. Greg broccoli and cabbage, uh, but I also saw some um, edible, what they call edible kale. Mm. For those people, you know, there's some people, mm-hmm. I won't mention any names, but have gone kind of nuts over this uh, making smoothies. Yeah. Out of ca- with kale there's and people other sw- nasty stuff. They swear by that. Yeah. Or swear at it. No, no. they swear by it. <laughs> there are some people that swear at it, too. But. <laughs> they don't look any healthier. I've seen, I've seen people that eat that kale, but uh, now, they, you're, they've you're, got the edible kale out of it. But you don't know well, what they, they would got, look like if they hadn't eaten that oh, kale. Oh, okay. They've got at least three varieties, too. Yeah, right. And, of course, all the kale is pretty decorative. Yeah. Um, I have a tendency to put it in the garden, and sometimes if some of it gets eaten, but... Uh, it does look nice. In the yeah. Now, you you can eat any kale, yeah, ornamental kale, whatever. You can eat it. Uh, I don't know what to draw on these name varieties of kale is. Uh, maybe they're higher in vitamins or something. But um, uh, some, Well, yeah, I was thinking we, the we, colors. We didn't recommend those. Yeah. I mean, those are not recommended varieties. Uh, they just show we're, up. Uh, we're lucky if we recommend kale. Uh, <laughs> but, I, you know, I I like kale if it's, uh, again, uh, mixed with uh, chard or uh, one of the other more mild greens. It tastes good, and you can get a, take advantage of the high nutritional I like, I like kale in my compost pile. Yeah. That's the, it's the healthiest <laughs> compost pile there you in go. the neighborhood. Uh, feeding those little bacteriums and fungi that are in there. Mm-hmm. Yeah, no, if you uh, get your 
cold crops or you get your broccoli and everything, oh, uh, make yeah. sure you keep it watered. Absolutely. Because that, that doesn't take it. It's just like the tomatoes. And look for worms. Every day. Uh, yeah. Be, uh, be on the lookout uh, for those cabbage loopers, which uh, it's not a matter of if you're going to have them. It's a matter of when you're going to have them because they're coming. They're flying out there. The moths yeah. are flying. The white, the, you see a white moth fluttering around? A white butterfly, we call them, uh, with a spot on its wing. And uh, that's the one that lays the cabbage looper, uh, which can also eat broccoli and cauliflower and everything else. What you want to look for, if you see that white butterfly flying around, you want to look at the bottom of the uh, broccoli leaves and look for... Uh, it looked look like somebody scratched it with their fingernail, the bottom of the leaf. Uh, it's a different color. It's kind of a light green, like something has been scarred. And uh, if you look closely, you'll see a teeny tiny worm, uh, a teeny tiny cabbage, loop, uh, cabbage looper. Uh, and that's when you want to apply your bacillus. Uh, BT products. Yeah, your BT products, and you want to apply it on the bottom of the leaves or up toward, uh, shoot your spray upward into the plant. Uh, I always recommend uh, when you use the uh, BT product to use a uh, couple of squirts of uh, a liquid detergent. To, because that uh, broccoli leaf and cabbage leaf are waxy. Yeah, it doesn't take much, the detergent. Yeah, and it runs off. It, mm-hmm. the, the bacillus runs off, and you have to have the bacillus covering the surface being eaten uh, because the caterpillar has got to ingest it before it'll work. Now, it's... Once he ingests it, once she, he or she ingests it, uh, they quit eating. So it won't be an immediate kill. You may still see some on there, but, but they're it, not eating. But it may, if you've do, done it adequately, then it may be an immediate discontinuance of uh, any more damage. Absolutely. So. And uh, and they, if you don't do it, if you say, I'm not going to spray my, that, that BT is a, Organic uh, spray, by the way, it's only it's only effective against the uh, the worms, uh, the larvae, uh, because it uh, it acts on the al- in the alkalinity of their soil, uh, their uh, stomach. Uh, whereas we, as as humans, have uh, have uh, uh, acid soil, acid stomachs, so. Uh, Literally, you could drink it, Milton. In fact, we may bring a, uh, a little up here and let Milton drink it not, before you bear out. I got enough problems with <laughs> drinking BT. Well, and every every uh, nursery has BT, at least one BT product. Yeah, we've got uh, Baltro, yeah. uh, organic worm control, Dipel, Dipel dust. Yeah. So there's uh, there's a lot of choices out there. I, I'm not dust is not my favorite. That's so Jerry talked about getting it on the bottom of leaves. If, if you if you're skilled at getting the dust on the bottom of leaves, yeah, so that's true. You're quite 
quite the handy person. But if you let them go ahead and eat eat their way through, you can spray the tops of the leaves. That's uh, kind of late, though, when you uh, Well, <laughs> <laughs> I've, I've got a picture that I had on slides of me holding a leaf up in front of my face, looking through the holes that they've eaten in there. Because they, they can literally devastate the entire crop. They can mm. devastate all the leaves. They don't kill the plant, but they... Uh, uh, Eat all the foliage. Yeah, and uh, uh, make it less vigorous. Let's take a quick break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Milberger's Gardening South Texas coming up in just a moment on 930 AM. This is The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Milberger's Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All right, it's almost October, but right now the Pumpkin Patch and Monster Maze is now open at Milberger's. This is a whole lot of fun, so come on and drop by, run the maze, pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Milberger's has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors, and see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind of shy on that one. Millburgers has stuff you will not find anyplace else. From beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff, you'll find it in the boutique. Get it? Boutique over at Millburgers. And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures, uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at MillburgerNursery.com. A canvas covered cabin in a crowded labor camp. Stand out in this memory I revive Cause my daddy raised a family there With two hard-working hands And tried to feed my mama's hungry eyes And welcome That's back Merle, to... That's Merle, is That is Merle. Merle. Yeah. Merle was featured on the episode of the uh, Ken Burns Country Music Special the, uh, documentary that I watched yesterday. Is he still alive? I don't Barely? think so. No, I'm not sure. Uh, he we'll, passed away? We'll let Al do a, uh, okay. a, a, some searching on that. But He came down, he came to San Antonio, and uh, Jeremy and I went to see him. Oh, really? Where did y'all see him? At he, he was down at Lala Cockrell. Oh, my goodness. That would be a wonderful place to see him. Yeah. He wasn't much of Merle left. No, but... Yeah. He was in a wheelchair. Oh, okay. Now you're just making us sad. <laughs> I saw Johnny Cash one time at the Minnesota State Fair. All right. Really? Very cool. Years and years ago. See? There you go. <laughs> so we'll feature music from the documentary. If you haven't seen it, you need to. It's really, really good. All right. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Let's uh, talk to you quickly about Spider-Man Termite and Pest Control. Uh, again, if they're if they're bugging you... Uh, whether it's uh, insects or rodents or whatever it is, uh, Spider-Man termite and pest control can help you uh, get rid of them and keep them gone as much as possible. Though We mentioned this yesterday, but we'll mention it again. Uh, they will work for you to find a solution. Uh, if you prefer organic uh, pest control, they will... Uh, 
uh, work with you on that. But they're going to give you a clear expectation of what their history is with it. If it works great, they're going to tell you. If it works well, okay, they're going to tell you that too because uh, that's been their experience. But they want you to know and make an informed decision uh, going into it. They're also going to inspect the house to find out where you're vulnerable, where these roaches are coming in or where they're going, like Jerry's house, where they're leaving. What are we doing, uh, uh, a survey on where the roaches are coming in and Spider-Man's going? spider and Warren and his people will do a survey. <laughs> well, that's become easy. Most of, the, most of them come from Jerry's house. Yeah, they're coming from Jerry. That's why he's so upset about this. But, yeah, so if they're coming through holes and they're in the caulking or uh, anyway. You'll, that's so cute. Yeah, so give Spider-Man a pe- termite and pest control a call. Uh, it's Like I say, it's the last pest control company you'll have because they do such a great job. You'll be so happy uh, with Warren and the gang. 210-656-3721. 210-656-3721. Or go SpidermanPest.com. Merle died. Uh, is that right? He died on his birthday? Al? <laughs> That's a bummer. Oh, wow. So uh, 2015, according to Al. Didn't even get any cake. Well, we don't know. Maybe he did. <laughs> you know that. He had some kale. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. Probably what did it. Stop. 210-308-8867. That's according to Wikipedia. Al sources that. So okay. Trace is up on the porch. It's been a long time because Trace has been busy running around here, uh, getting everything set up and having fun with all the clientele. What's going on, Trace? Well, a uh, great selection of cool weather crops. Uh, we finally got in Swiss chard. And it's uh, bright lights, which I think is the oh, best yeah. of the bunch for That's the pretty. And you can eat it. Do you like eating that? Yeah. Thing? Yeah. Is better than kale or worse than kale? Tastes well. It just doesn't have as many nutrients as kale. But it's still wonderful <laughs> Actually, for Actually, I think chard had a bunch of nutrients in it. I'm going to look it up. All of them do. Right? Yeah, the greens. And yeah, the, I think chard was like surprisingly like better than spinach or something. I'm going to look it up. Quit it. I'm going to look and it up. And he's also got spinach out there. Right? Yeah, oh, we good. Do. We do. I, I told Doctor. I t- was telling Doctor Larry Stein that because uh, he furnishes the spinach seed to the grower, and I was telling him that they already got uh, spinach transplants in the nursery. He couldn't believe it. As hot as it's been. Oh, well, last year they had them actually earlier. Yeah, but they do. They 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 do a good job growing. They do tra- spinach transplants. All right, so uh, eighteen milligrams of calcium. Uh, it doesn't have as much iron. Spinach has iron, uh, 0.65 milligrams of iron, I guess. I have to do a comparison. 29 milligrams of magnesium, 17 of phosphorus. It looks like it's high in vitamin C. Oh, it's real high in vitamin A. Now, which is which is higher? This is um, Cause chard. Cal- chard. Cause, yeah, because cal- calcium, I mean, you can eat dirt out there and get a lot of calcium, so... You can drink water and get calcium. Yeah. Oh, okay. So, but, uh, I mean, what about potassium and iron? Potassium, iron, vitamin A. Here, there, it's, Google is letting me do both. It's letting me compare them. So, All right. Good for Google. Eating, uh, Google knows everything. Google just knew what we were talking about and said, hey, Milton, how about this? All right, let's see. Oh, wow, they have a, this is a healthyeating.safegate.com. They do a lot of comparisons, but uh, are they going to make this easy on me? I guess they're not. No. <laughs> no, they're not. Okay. But, uh, yeah, I think what I like about chard, too, is that it's, uh, of course, it's very attractive. You put it in a container, and it's mm-hmm. a, a nice-looking plant. 
but uh, lasts the long. Uh, all does, all, all last the greens will last the longest in my garden. Yeah, and uh, doesn't doesn't get bitter. Yeah, we we investigated. Uh, I I got I got up I get upset because spinach grows slowly. And uh, I said, well, well, we'll get people to uh, use in chart. And uh, I I got a comments down on that uh, because. Uh, a lot of people said uh, they don't like char, but they like spinach. So, whatever you get, you a lot of it is whatever you get used to. Yeah, and the website says I'm wrong. Significant uh, spinach comes out on top in comparison to Swiss chard in a number of nutritional components, and of them calcium uh, and uh, iron, and a bit more with 36 percent of uh, daily value. To charge 22% oh, of iron, okay, and uh, B vitamins, spinach has more B vitamins. So. Did we, uh, do, you, do you doubt us, Milton? We've been telling you that. I know. I, th- I think We've I'm, been telling him that his uh, plant has been dead. His <laughs> rose still, has been dead for <laughs> three hoping. weeks. Now, chard is, has more nutrients than spinach, but yeah. it's not edible. Oh, what? <laughs> okay. So, uh, you mean uh, kale? Not, not charred. Kale. I'm about, uh, kale. Kale. The kale. Yeah. Collard greens. Yeah, collard greens I'm do, too. I'm talking about collard yeah, greens. Yeah, they, they, they're big. I, mean, I don't want to say anything anymore since I was wrong. <laughs> I like... Uh, well, on that I, note, I, I do have collard greens coming in this Oh, week. good. Okay. All right. I like collard greens mixed with kale, too. They, they make a... Good Lord. Yeah. Man, he's, he should be really healthy. <laughs> Uh, a lot of restaurants. Yeah, considering that. he's 102 years old, look at him. I mean, yeah, he looks good. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> when are Brussels sprouts? Are Brussels sprouts winter or spring? They're cool winter. weather. They're cool weather? Yeah, they, they take about three months to produce sprouts. So you plant them now. Okay. And uh, they go through the winter, the cold, cool months of, of, of the winter. And then you begin to harvest uh, sprouts about... Uh, February, March. Do we have Brussels sprouts yet? Yes, we do. Oh, good. Okay. But the good news is you don't have to wait on the sprouts. The leaves are good to eat, too. Oh, really? Oh, yeah. Okay. Every time I see a Brussels sprout plant uh, with with fruit on it or vegetable on it, (laughs) it it reminds me of a Dr. Seuss kind of show of, like, the trees. Oh, with the using in those where it's a stick with a bunch of balls on it. Yeah. Yeah. I really like Brussels sprouts. That's a good, you know, yeah. that's another one that boiled with some butter. Oh, that's oh, very great. good. Yeah, a lot of people like Brussels sprouts. Mm-hmm. Are Brussels sprouts good for you? I'm not going to even look. Oh, well, yeah. Well, it's a small cabbage is what it is. Oh, really? But all oh. these, you know, we're, we're comparing a, a very nutritious plant to even more nutritious plant. So yeah. Can I do Brussels sprouts in a container? Sure. No, Milton, don't, don't do it. Thank you, Calvin. <laughs> well, you know, Jerry doesn't think he should grow them in there. Should, I know. There should be I think he'll be bad. successful. Okay, cool. <laughs> and so. they're they're kind of, like you mentioned, they're kind of interesting, or Trace mentioned that they're kind of fun to see. Kids get a kind of kick out of those little cabbages, too. Yeah, people, uh, people uh, wait to spring to plant them. A lot of people that like Brussels sprouts yeah. think you plant them in the spring. Well, they don't have that uh, three-month cool to, to develop. Oh, okay. And what they do, they uh, the in the axles of the leaves where the where the sprout should be, uh, the Brussels sprout should be, uh, they have a loose 
there there's some loose leaves in there, and usually they're late in the spring when that occurs, and they get full of aphids. So uh, if you want to plant them, now's the plant time to plant okay, broken cool. sprouts. And they get they ripe about the same time as your that uh, the side shoots of your broccoli. Yeah, and ca- well. Cauliflower is a little bit uh, earlier than that. Yeah, winter in San Antonio is healthy eating. <laughs> yeah, it is. And then you've got the citrus on sale. We do. Yeah, that's There's a really a great good selection out there. Yeah. Turn you up What's out there, Trace? You remember? Uh, well, lemons and limes. Satsumas. Uh, there's satsumas. Now, not on the sale. We still had like a handful of the uh, Arctic or orange frost. There's still about five or six of those. Okay, good. Uh, but on their own roots. There's yeah, very few left, and that's the last okay. it'll ever be. That'd be good. Even though you have to pay a little more, that's uh, that's an added benefit. Let's see. Um, anything you let's do? You want to feature anything else that's coming in? Well, he's what? he's going to talk. He's going to say how wonderful those whopper begonias are. They are. They're pretty, aren't they? Yeah, yeah they are. <laughs> and. Uh, I don't understand why those begonias are all hidden behind that weedy-looking plant there, but that's off-color, the croton thing. <laughs> Crotons are a wonderful fall-colored plant. <laughs> well, uh, talk a little bit about uh, what's happening here with all the Halloween decorations and. Well, uh, it's it's a, always a it's never-ending. We're always trying to make it a, a little bit better. But we're ninety nine percent done. Roger did it. Roger and Claudette did a great job putting it all together. Good. And so the maze is is functioning. The pumpkin patch is there. The train started riding yesterday. We can hear it. Um, we got a new train driver other than Roger. Yeah. Uh, her name is Emma. She's doing well. Uh, I told her to make sure she's as loud as she can be when she's driving by y'all. She does. All right. She wo- she, she she's a. Roger's just yelling at everything. <laughs> She's got a strategy, seems to be, to tell people what they're coming up. She's being more helpful than frightening. Oh, okay. Uh, pumpkin patch ahead. <laughs> oh, she'll do that. And then you're gonna graveyard on, ahead. You're going to be on Roger's list. <laughs> I know. Now, when, when's the big competition with the staff? Uh, yeah. It's the, the last weekend of uh, October. October uh-huh. 26th and 27th. Boy, it's a savage time. What a competition, oh. man. And I already have my costume picked out. Oh, do you? Yes, I do. Okay. How many years has this look, been? Look, look going by. Crotons. Yeah. That's a heck of a deal. Looks yeah. like, yeah, looks, looks like a plant realize, that's been overwatered. Is over that water the 10-inch pot? That's the 10-inch pot. I, I saw the lady that I was talking to yesterday. I, I was blown away by that pot. And those are good-sized crotons, they are. too. It takes, takes a long time to grow a croton. It bit. does. Uh, but uh, you, you have to protect them during the winter, but uh, that's one of Neil Sperry's favorite plants. Can you protect them indoors? Can you make them yeah, an in- indoor yeah, plant? Yeah. Okay. You kind of move them in and out. Uh, okay. But they're in such a large, now, this is large container. This is Milton moving stuff in okay. and out. I'd rather him try Croton yeah. than uh, Brussels sprouts in a container. Why? Why? Why does he... I don't know if he hates me or the well, Brussels sprout. I would look at it. He's not going to bring the croton inside when it gets cold, and the Brussels sprout doesn't have to. Oh, there you go. Well, See, now you got Trace is thinking. Yeah, we won't. Uh, I, I did. Put my, my thinking cap on like Milton. And, yeah. And so. I, did, I didn't mention that uh, Brussels sprouts will not free. <laughs> should I Should I show Trace the picture of the uh, Belinda's green? Yeah, and see ask, if he, ask Trace what he thinks about that. See if that, he thinks uh, it's Belinda's dead. Dream. All right, hold on. <laughs> 
But anyway, I, those crotons are really nice. Are they all yellow, or are they different colors? Uh, every one of them is different, depending on the lighting. Some have more green. There's a lot of yellow. Uh, yeah. There's some that have some red and orange in them. The green is kind of mixed in with right. the, the yellow. Yeah, well, the, the, these at this end, look, they're dominated. Well, by what do you green. think, Trey? Uh, Milton, you have successfully killed that uh, It just started. <laughs> but you were successful. Oh, thank uh, you. Oh, I like it, so I feel better about it. Yeah, just half of it was gone one week, and then the whole thing was gone the next week. Uh, well, at least I know I get to sell you another one. Yeah, no, that's good. although we're trying to determine the cause of death. So, Oh, uh, I, Well, we're not... I did, well, I was just, just thinking, thinking of the Trace talking about selling you another one, and I could hear the whining the, 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 going out there. The, the plants, no! Take me away before Milton gets <laughs> Sell me quick. Come here, buy me, buy me. Let's see. Uh, oh, you want to talk a little bit about that weekend? Uh, that woman's taking a picture of the sign. Oh, yeah. Well, we are. we got our uh, uh, picture-taking area up that's always real popular. Right. Uh, we even had a... A family with, uh, I think they had three dogs. Oh, how and cool. Was, Good for them. They had the dogs all dressed up and taking <laughs> pictures. But that weekend is going to be great. Um, we've already got the, the, I think it's all on the Internet already, but uh, all kinds of things happening so from, from our costume contest. Uh, a customer can actually win uh, yeah. a gift certificate. And you don't have ha- to dress up. You just have to vote. You're right. Um, I think we had uh, face painting. Mm-hmm. Face painting. Blue porn, artist. Blue artist. There's a bunch of things going on, and it's always fun the more people that come and participate. What kind of food besides the corn? Do, uh, do we have the... Uh, that's all I can remember off the top of my uh, head. But I'm drink pretty sure some drinks. Chi- I was it chili, but Milton can look it up real quick. Uh, and some of the drinks. That were oh, there. yeah, the, the uh, virgin margaritas. Can I say that? Yeah. Yep, you okay. can. It's right. okay. And then, um, yeah, the Halloween treat bags. And then, and then, oh, on the pumpkin painting for the kids, do they need to RSVP you for bet, that? You bet they do. Okay, good. Well, so if you want to be, we're telling people to do that. So the kids' class is that morning at 10, 10 to 11. It's a pumpkin painting for kids, and it's fun. They set up tables, and the kids have a great idea. But you need to RSVP for that. So 210-497-3760. We had a good class yesterday. Yeah, that's what Mary said. She said it went well. She you came back. She was worn out. I yeah. mean, she <laughs> sweat from one end to the other. 95 degree will do that, I think. Do you know if you're going to bring in any geraniums this uh, fall? So the answer is probably. Oh, okay, if you can find them. Well, I know th- there's one source that we can get them from, sometimes more local, but uh, when I start bringing in cyclamen, they normally have uh, four and a half inch geraniums. Yeah. And uh, some neat colors. Yeah, they uh, gera- this fall is the best time to grow geraniums because uh, if we have a mild winter, they'll go through the winter oh, yeah. big time. They don't mind it, and they they bloom all winter long, all fall and winter long. So if if everything else fails, we'll get some in when we get okay. the cyclamen. Alrighty. Let's take a quick break. Hey, for more information on all the stuff we talked about, including the blood drive, which is also that day of the 26th, go to millburgernursery.com. Trace, anything else? No, I think that's it. Okay, cool. We'll take a quick break. Come back in a moment. Thanks for coming up on the porch. 210-308-8867 is our number, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas is coming up with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons on 930 AM, The Answer. 
Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bull Road. All right, it's almost October, but right now the Pumpkin Patch and Monster Maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun, so come on and drop by, run the maze, pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors, and see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind of shy on that one. Millburgers has stuff you will not find anyplace else. From beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff, you'll find it in the boutique. Get it? Boutique over at Millburgers. And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures, uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Boulevard Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at millburgernursery.com. Is that Jerry? That's Miss Loretta Lynn. There you go. So we're featuring country music. Have you yeah. seen the Ken Burns special yet? No. Oh, you like it. <laughs> good stuff. Well, you like country music. I do. Yeah, you'll like the special. It's really good. You'll learn all about. I'm on episode five, but I've skipped episode four because <laughs> I what I didn't record it. Yeah, I, I saw her in uh, Austin. Okay, was and she in a wheelchair tour? Is this going to no, be no, another this depressing is story? The wheelchair. Okay. But uh, what impressed me was, yeah, it was hot. It, it was fairly hot, and she came out in a great big uh, dress, one of the, one of those, uh, yeah, the Civil War dresses, you know, that the ladies <laughs> wore all the way down. I, and sang sang her heart out. So do, you, I, do you remember that far back? <laughs> <laughs> well, this wasn't that far back. Cause Jeremy, no, he, he means the get, Civil he didn't War. Get the joke. Yeah, he didn't. Jeremy and I went. Very cool. All right. Trace, what kind of questions are you getting from folks that come in? What kind of food we're having over the Halloween? Oh, okay. And so what, do you, what are you telling them? It's uh, Nathan's Hot Dogs. Ooh, yeah. So uh, that was actually very successful last year, so uh, it was a repeat. And it's there's no cost. And then our proceeds. Well, <laughs> donation. Yeah, the donation for them. Yeah. Food bank is it this time? Trace? Uh, yes, food bank. Mm-hmm. Um, well, we've had a lot of grass questions. Okay. And we've sold a lot of grass in the last several yeah, weeks. Trucks waiting in line. Right. right. <laughs> um, yesterday was just crazy. With, with lots of lots of grass questions, lots of people replacing grass. Yeah, I bet. Uh, and then, you know, a lot, a lot of uh, the stress that they've been showing pictures. People like to bring pictures now. Mm-hmm. They don't. They don't bring the samples anymore. They just bring pictures. Yeah. Um, <laughs> lots of lots of uh, stress. It looks like a lack of irrigation. You know, we've been really hot, really yeah. dry, and uh, that's what most of it looks like. Uh, hey, we, can we, you? We've can been faced with those questions too. Yeah. And some of some of the folks, it's not the answer they want. <laughs> you know, it's obviously some exotic disease or something, and 
No, I think it's just water. <laughs> they all come thinking it's brown patch. Yeah, or uh, grubs. Or, or yes, yeah, grubs are a big one. Yeah. yeah. Can you uh, stay with us and answer a question? We got Bud on the line. Yeah. Bud's on the line at two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Hey, Bud, you got three brains up here ready to answer your question. There's four of us. <laughs> I'm not going to help him. I was going to say three and a half. Yeah, three and a half. I'm, uh, I, I'm not probably not going to help Bud. What's going on, Bud? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, uh, how can we help you? Uh, on this uh, cut vine and stump killer. Yeah. I, I have that, and I'm uh, handling some things on the place here. Uh, I have a question about, for example, if uh, I cut a tree down, it, let's, let's say it has a uh, seven-inch diameter at the place where I cut it. Uh, can I use that solution simply around the edge of that trunk? Theoretically, you could. That's that's where you get the best absorption because that's yeah. where the tree was moving nutrients up and down in the cambium layer. Yeah. I would get it on as much as you could, but the, that would actually be the, the best spot that's on the outer edge and on oh, the sides. Okay. Well, I'll get I, some I was, uh, side... I was, uh, uh, Something that big, you might get some side sprouts. That come yeah. On. Yeah. I, I, I was hoping for the easy solution. Oh, yeah. The only <laughs> place it really works is on the cadmium layer. So, you know, that's really where you need to put it, even if you're cutting one that is only a half that's inch. Right. Just that's put it on true. that cadmium layer. <laughs> that's, 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 ultimately, my, that's the answer. <laughs> my son, uh, when we did our brush cutting uh, at, at my house, uh, I had I would do the cutting, cut it, cut the uh, pruning, pruning, and then Jeremy would come along and uh, uh, put the put dabbing, the, yeah, dab put on the there. dabbing stuff on there, and uh, he was I pour I usually have it I put put a lot on there. In other words, make it uh, wet. And he was just painting it on there. Yeah. I'm with and him. And I, I was giving him hell about it, but uh, it worked. Yeah. Uh, Good. I, I normally get the bigger bottles, and I use a, a paintbrush yeah. that I can't that, that I didn't clean up good or something the last yeah. time and make use out of it. And you put it on till it's wet, yeah. right? Yeah. You see it's wet. Jeremy yeah. just painted it. I, I kind of do it like Jeremy. It didn't, it didn't work. Does, yeah. I mean, it worked. Yeah, it does work very well. Yeah, I, I haven't gotten to one of my bigger items, but the uh, smaller ones that I've done, I do the same thing. I, I want to be able to see the wetness on it. Yeah. Uh, so I put put a little extra dab or whatever you want to call it. Worst, it makes me feel better. Yeah. The, yeah. And is, that product is so cheap, uh, you can use it. Copious. Now, it's, how, yeah. how long? How it's long, a good value. <laughs> yeah. How long will it take to, uh, uh, you know, kill? The little stump that's left. You never see it. You never see it kill them. I mean, it uh, kills just, the sprouts yeah, before you just, they get big. You just don't get that three month re sprouting. Yeah. Let's see in spring. Yeah. Well. Yeah. Uh, not, I, I let me let me explain kind of in what context my question was placed. Oh, about. Uh, uh, Actually, it was only about three months ago. Four. This, uh, this sounds like it's going to be a long story. I, uh, <laughs> I got two minutes, bud. Yeah, bad. I, yeah. I, I I clipped off some that had like uh, oh a half inch diameter, three quarter inch diameter, 
And uh, I let them sit there. And just the other day, I walked by one of them. And I said, well, I wonder if it's really dead. I kicked it with my foot, and it snapped right off at the ground level. So that, that I guess that's what I'm asking, about how long before that effect oh. would really take place. A lot of it has to have to do with how hot it is. Yeah, so the, right. the The tree wants to move the, the nutrients and water up and down. So the hotter it is, the quicker the absorption. And so the quicker the kill. Your so seven-inch seven stump, though, you're going to break your foot yeah. <laughs> that first year but but that second year it should start to start to break up yeah well but even I'll, even I'll uh, go. i'm sure you got other okay call. yeah it's a, thanks so much that's guys. okay thanks good thanks for calling bud good question bud All right. thanks 210-308-8867 210-308-8867 toll free outside of san antonio it's 866-308 8867. We're going to take a break in just there. It's a gol- golf fritillary butterfly over there on the. Oh, where? On oh, the, I see him. Yeah, on the yeah. Lantanas. We're going to take a break and come back in a moment. In the meantime, give us a call. Tell us what's going on in your gardening world. Uh, what questions do you have? Uh, what do you want to do? Uh, call us. Let's see if we can't help you with it. 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Plus, uh, there's some more events coming up with Gardening Volunteers of South Texas. Well, tell you a little bit about those as well right after this 210-308-8867 more of millburgers gardening south texas coming up live from millburgers landscape nursery with dr jerry parsons and dr calvin finch of course we're at 1604 and Verde road and of course you're listening to us on 9 30 a.m this is the answer Millburgers Gardening South Texas is sponsored by Millburgers Landscaping and Nursery on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. We're back with Millburgers Gardening South Texas. Once again, Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch, Milton Glick, and your calls on 9:30 a.m. The Answer. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening South Texas on 9:30 a.m. The answer, Milton Glick, along with Dr. Jerry Parsons and Dr. Calvin Finch, live here at Millburgers at 1604 on Bull Road and ready to talk gardening. I think Calvin is talking birds uh, with some folks off the air, so you can call us with those kind of questions, uh, too. Millburgers full of great pumpkins, the most sincere pumpkin patch in San Antonio. Oh, yeah. And you know what happens when you have the most sincere pumpkin patch on Halloween, right? Most sincere, or is that what the you're... most sincere pumpkin patch? Oh, every Halloween the great pumpkin rises, finds the most sincere pumpkin patch. Oh, is that right? Yeah. I didn't know that. It's true. It's a, it's a proven fact. Is this part of your uh, uh, Texas Sage Club or no? <laughs> it's part of the Charles Schultz Peanuts Club. Oh, okay. The Charlie Brown Christmas. These the, this couple that we're talking over here uh, um, confirmed uh, we've heard this before too that the robins in their neighborhood raised young huh you know and uh we've seen them like four or five years in a row where the we've seen the robin a pair of robins in the spring but generally they you don't you don't see that they were successful raising young and this would be an amazing it's amazing that they would with this kind of heat you know they're trying to find worms in that soil i guess i guess if the neighborhood has uh Lots of leaves and organic material mm-hmm. waters the lawn. Yeah, they uh, can be successful. Yeah, so, we don't see as many robins around here as we used to in Tennessee. Oh no, gosh, no. Yeah, uh, I mean that was, that robin was the first 
sign of spring yeah. in Tennessee. Yeah, they were. But I don't see them here. here no, at they all. they're starting. Um, I suspect, based on my neighborhood and his neighborhood, um, that they're that they're uh, moving into the area because we we've seen them. My neighborhood, we've seen them all summer. Huh? I haven't. Uh, I, I never did see their nest, but the, 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 these two, this couple, verifies that they uh, raised a young one. Yeah, they're pretty. Yeah, they're they're, they're fun. They're bold too, you know. Yeah. They're, they're not afraid of much. <clears throat> I got a le- a question for Calvin. All right. Uh, on the email last night on plantanswers.com. It says uh, from Susan. And uh, she's 78209, so that's San Antonio somewhere. Uh huh. That's Alamo Heights area. Yeah. Uh, the question was in the SA Express, in the lawn care guide, says to fertilize with a 312 ratio fertilizer and apply pre emergent herbicide. Is it okay to do both at the same time? If not, how much time in between? Well, I wouldn't mix them in the, in the spreader, but I yeah, would do them. Yeah. One, I would do them one right after the other, and especially if we're getting some rain, I think I'd get that pre-emergent down real quick. Yeah, and then if you have time, get the fertilizer down because we're just we're just getting into good fertilizer time and whereas <laughs> we're running like a month behind on the pre-emergent and Jerry and I talked about the, the two if your lawn is brown d- dormant from the heat and lack of rain probably this year you'd probably pass on fertilization but if you've been able to water yeah now, now's a good time to fertilize yeah and Calvin's uh, article yesterday where a lot of people don't get the paper anymore but uh, he talks about uh, fertilization, and uh, I, I want to caution uh, Susan about this uh, three-one-two ratio fertilizer. Uh, Calvin says an example of three-one-two ratio fertilizer is eighteen six twelve. So many people. Uh, go into the nursery and look for that 312 on the back. And that's the reason we uh, had had people putting winterizer on the back. And uh, uh, so it would clear up that confusion. Uh, now, buddy, Neil Sperry doesn't, doesn't recommend that. Uh, I don't know how he got off the A&M recommendation, but... Uh, in his uh, his, his uh, write-ups and everything, he talks about using an all-nitrogen slow-release fertilizer. That's what we recommend in the spring because it's got two to three months to release. Um, so you, you want a fast-release uh, fertilizer. In the winter. And, Ka- and Calvin explains that in his article yesterday. Uh, so uh, she she was wondering uh, could she put them both out? Uh, you, you say don't mix them in the yeah they're different uh, uh, 
you know, you don't know particle for, size. Yeah, right? you don't know for sure that it'd be a problem, but you suspect that. Well, you don't know that it'll be even. That's in a, it's a key for both of those products that you want them applied in even. You know, the pre-emergent herbicide needs to be spread evenly over the whole surface, and then the fertilizer also needs to. And if you got these two different uh, structures, different size pellets, and uh, different weights, yeah, they may not spread uh, equally. I don't think there'll be a chemical reaction, but uh, it, uh, it's, probably, it's advisable not to spread them together. Yeah, do those herbicides uh, have on their car? You put them out with a fertilizer spreader, right? Yeah. I wonder if they have a, a listing of the number uh, number that you use on your fertilizer spreader. Yes. Do they? Yeah. Okay. The ones I've used, yeah. XL is the one I use a Okay. Lot. And uh, use it uh, down at the coast. Yeah. And uh, so that that answers your question. You need to, you can do them at the same time. I mean, at the same period of time. Yeah, one right after other, the same day if you want. But. Yeah, right. And uh, but like Calvin says, uh, get it out before the those heavy rains come. But really? uh, I think they're recommend uh, they're predicting. Uh, Range for a couple of days. Yeah. Or 30, 40 percent. Since yesterday. Oh. <laughs> oh, but it, but it mean it th- felt like it was going to rain the last two days. And yeah. Hopefully it will. Some neighborhoods, um, the people here at Millburger say that it rained uh, six Yeah, o- they said they got. Six o'clock last night. And uh, Kevin said, and is this week in the garden section in yesterday's paper? Spread wildflower seeds over vacant lots and other open areas. The soil does not have to be prepared, but the seed must reach bare ground, bare soil. So it has to get seed soil contact. Most wildflower seed varieties require full sun, but salvia, coccinia, and blue curl will prosper in the shade. Uh, now... Uh, I've got good news, Milton. What's that? I about killed myself and my helper, but uh, we've got the uh, we got the seed of the red, white, and blue Woo-hoo! blue bonnets to the grower uh-huh. yesterday. I mean uh, Friday. Uh huh. And so uh, we we asked its care we. We drove all the way to and back from Eagle Lake, 350 miles. Wow. And uh, got the seed. And uh, we uh, we acid scarified it. I did it because I didn't trust the guy to do it uh, that's seeding them. And did them all the same. And uh, then uh, uh, Andrew, one of my GVST volunteers, helped me with it. And it's a good thing he did because uh, it, it got hot pretty quick. And uh, right, right before lunch, we put them in the greenhouse to dry after we'd washed the acid off of them. And that's where the problem started. Because uh, I went to eat lunch and came back about uh, 1, one thirty. Yeah. 125 or more in that greenhouse. 
So the seed had dried. The seed had dried. Oh, the, the temperature? Yeah, the temperature. Oh, my gosh. Uh, <laughs> and so I had to go in. My helper had gone to another appointment. So I had to go in there by myself and uh, gather that seed up. And uh, I, I took several breaks because it was so hot in there. And I didn't want to want to die in there. <laughs> uh, but I almost did. <laughs> But anyway, uh, uh, can you hear the memorial now, Milt? <laughs> dedicated to the blue bonnets. Yeah, yeah. so dedicated. Then. The red, white, and blue—a <laughs> uh, fitting way for him to go. <laughs> so we bagged. I bagged it up and took it over to the to the grower. And uh, it's funny. The grower came out there, and I was showing him the seed and the, it, telling him it had been scarified and everything. And uh, he put his finger in the in the uh, Lady Bird Johnson Royal Blue Blue Bonnet seed, and immediately told the lady that was doing the seeding to pour them in a white, bigger container so they could cool down. Oh my gosh! That's how hot they were. Wow! Uh, and that was about thirty minutes after I'd put oh, them. Oh dear. But anyway, we got them over there, and uh, I went home and collapsed in the bed. And uh, so he he said he he said it takes about two months to get a nice uh, blue bonnet transplant. So uh, looks like we'll have uh, transplants on the market of blue bonnets uh, end October, of November, November yeah. early December. Okay, and we can start doing our our. Uh, Doing our plantings of red, white, and blue blue bonnets. And I put cool. them. I put them in small pots, two-inch pots, peat pots. Uh, Trace doesn't get excited about peat pots. I know, but but I figured uh, they would be cheaper transplants, so people could buy more. They could buy a six-pack. Six-pack, yeah. Of cheaper. And uh, that's crazy. <laughs> The guy, the guy that uh, cleaned the seed for me said, "You ought to, you ought to put all of them in one one six pack." That's what I thought. Uh, in other words, two two yeah, two wide. red, two white. Yeah, yeah. And Trace brought up the first of all, they want to sell more transplants. True. Second of all, they are prettier in a mass planting. And thirdly. Uh, It'd be almost impossible to do that in the transplanting procedure. See, they grow oh. they grow the seed in a flat and let it sprout, let the seed sprout, which it will in 10 days, and then uh, pluck the individual seedlings out and put them in the pea pot. That's why you always get six plants in each pot or a certain number of plants in each right. pot because they're... They're transplanted into the transplant container. Oh, okay. So uh, that's that's the way it's always done. I'm but, sure uh, that Milton would have volunteered his uh, yeah. time. To, uh, well, I made the suggestion we've got three, three weeks ago, too. So everybody's thinking this. This, But, yeah, it sounds like this is a better. Just buy three of them. Buy, uh-huh. buy one six-pack of red, yeah. one six-pack of white, one six-pack of blue. And like Trey said, Trey brought up the, uh, the deal that when you buy a six-pack of white, right, all of them may not be white. 
Okay. They may be. They want to go back blue. Yeah. And same way with the red, but uh, they want to transfer back to blue. So uh, if you buy a six pack, you know you're gonna get at least five uh, whites, or five of that color. So anyway, we got that done. All right, that's great. Just so about two months. It's late, yeah, and. Uh, uh, we, you notice there haven't been any blue bonnet transplants on the market, on, right. the, on the nursery. Uh, and uh, I, I didn't realize that the uh, grower didn't have any seed. Hmm. And Wallace doesn't have any uh, blue bonnet seed. Oh, my gosh. Uh, well, well they, they have them in packages at the, at, at, Wild, at uh, Fredericksburg at, right. at shop. But uh, I don't. I don't think they're in the in the in the catalog this year, in the new catalog. Hmm. Uh, nor is the red in the blue cat in the catalog. No. Oh. So anyway, uh, it seems to me that that's a a major issue. It may be as as important as the constitutional dispute <laughs> dispute uh, that we don't have the Texas state flowers. Yeah, yeah. we've been we've been trying. <laughs> Not that we haven't been trying, but the. The weather conditions between the dryness of the first three years, and, and then the, especially at, how, at harvest, and the wetness, uh, of course, uh, during the last two or three years, have gotten had demolished all of our seed, hmm. and we're to the point of losing the colors. All right, 210-308-8867. So we'll keep you informed of what goes on with this. Yeah. 210-308-8867. It might not come up. That's what the grower said. Oh, because of the heat? Uh, no. Oh, just, just because. Oh. Blue bonnet seeds, sometimes they get bad seed in. Oh. I told him, I said, this is not bad seed. This is our seed. Yeah. My seed. Thank you. <laughs> Thinking you'd give him bad seed. Me and my volunteers worked hard to get this seed. Yeah. You tell them. Between growing and harvesting and weeding and all that stuff. So you can make your own Texas flag in your garden. There you go. And save the seed. Yeah. And then and, and then next year it won't be as uh it won't be as uh, purified, in other words the colors. But you can uh you can buy into the uh in other words you can collect the seed off of red and know that you're going to get uh, 85 to 90 percent red red come back. Oh, that's good. So you could plant red, white, and blue again, and then when they show their colors, so to speak, you can call out the ones that are not in the right place. Sure. And throw them right on you. Yeah, just pull those. <laughs> yeah, that's what we do. <laughs> pull those blue ones out of there and. <laughs> All right, 210-308-8867. We're going to take a break. While we do, you give us a call at 210-308-8867. Toll free, it's 866-308-8867, the number to call to be a part of the show. Uh, look forward to uh, hearing from you in just a second. I'm Milton Glick along with Dr. Calvin Finch and Dr. Jerry Parsons. On a pretty day out here at Millburgers, it's nice and sunny with big old fluffy clouds in the sky. We're hoping for more rain. I'll get you a, a, a weather forecast after this uh, and see what the weather is supposed to look like. But we'll be back in a moment on 930 a.m. The Answer. 
it's Milton Glick for Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. All right, it's almost October, but right now the Pumpkin Patch and Monster Maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun, so come on and drop by, run the maze, pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors, and see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind of shy on that one. Millburgers has stuff you will not find anyplace else. From beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff, you'll find it in the boutique. Get it? Boutique over at Millburgers. And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures, uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bull Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at MillburgerNursery.com. When I was just a baby, my mama told me, son, always be a good boy, don't ever play with guns. But I shot a man in Reno just to watch him die. When I hear that whistle blowing, I hang my head and cry. And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The Answer. Give us a call. Be a part of the show, 210-308-8867. Now's a good time to call in. We generally get filled with questions. Uh, everybody kind of calls in at the end of the hour. Uh, so sometimes uh, that's, we can't get everybody in or give, them, give you the time you deserve with your questions. So now's a good time to call, 210-308-8867. I promise the weather forecast today, a 20% chance of showers this, uh, this afternoon. Uh, I hope I make it home before part, it starts raining. I hope so, too. A 20% chance of rain. Um, wash me off the road. It could be. Well, in Texas, actually, <laughs> if, if you get caught in that rain, yeah. Uh, partly sunny today with a high near 98. 98? 20, that's what it says on the NOAA. It must be fall. <laughs> it must be. It's cooler. <laughs> 20% chance of showers or thunderstorms this evening. Tomorrow, 30% chance of All showers. All right. Uh, low tonight is around 77, high tomorrow 96, 20% chance of showers tomorrow night. Two degrees cooler, too. Yeah. Actually, let's see if that's a trend. No, it looks like the highs are about 96 <laughs> to 95 throughout the week. Oh. Uh, largest chance of rain is tomorrow with a 30% chance of showers, and then uh, goes through Friday, and it doesn't predict anything beyond Friday. Oh, Thank you for that, Miss. Sorry. Well, let's see what the Sinisa have to say. I'll go to Sinisa.com. And I think Sinisa is about as reliable as the weather people. Well, they did get some rain. They got some rain here. <laughs> um, we're talking about sure signs of fall. Yeah. I brought brought this little cutting up to show Milton and uh, Calvin. And uh, it, it, this uh, this event occurs mainly in the fall. It really gets bad in the fall, and that's the occurrence of uh, mealy bugs on uh, hibiscus. Uh, this these were these were on perennial hibiscus, and uh, you get also you also can get them on. Um, uh, Chinese hibiscus, the tropical Chinese hibiscus. Uh, but they seem to explode in, in the fall. 
And I've noticed some. Uh, we how, grow, did, how did they know it's the fall? It's so know. hot. Maybe <laughs> we grow them. Uh, we grow, we grow some hibiscus. Uh, we got uh, Dr. McFadden's last hibiscus over at the greenhouse, and uh, I have to watch those closely at this time of the year to to uh, check on them for uh, mealybug, and they start on one stem. And uh, then they get thicker and thicker and thicker, and then they spread to other plants. I guess they fly. I don't know. But uh, sprays are not real effective hmm. because they're, they're uh, insects that are on top of insects. So it's hard to get good penetration of your, of your spray. Uh, the, way we could, the way I control them. And uh, is to is to look at inspect your hibiscus thoroughly, and when you see a white fuzz, white fuzz on the stems, you can bet that's mealybugs. And the best way to get them is cut those cut that stem off. And uh, I've I've been given permission to cut this cut the stems off that have mealybugs on them before they spread to other other plants so uh, uh rather than just spraying them because uh they're hard hard as a dickens to kill uh you just have to spray have to uh, cut that cut that little limb off and uh the, you'll notice also they're in the uh they're in the axis of the leaves they they their heaviest concentration or in the axis of the leaf. That's where they start, and uh, then they'll they'll uh, they'll spread everywhere. And like I say, they're hard to control. Uh, Cal, we haven't mentioned uh, again lately. <laughs> uh, Calvin wrote it in this this week in the garden. There there's still time to prune your roses. I think that goes a lot lightly and fertilize them to prepare autumn bloom uh, for the autumn bloom period. Uh, I think that goes along with, uh, because it's so hot so late, I think uh, that had been delayed or can, can have been delayed uh, later this year. You suppose Milton should have pruned his? Yeah, well, yeah. It's already been pruned. <laughs> Down to the ground. <laughs> uh, and and how you do it, uh, of course, there's a complete description on uh, plantanswers.com on the roses. Uh, but Calvin says, remove dead and cross stems. Slow-release lawn fertilizer works well for a fertilizer. Now, basically, that's what you're doing is de- dead and cross stem. You want to move, remove the old stems, and you can tell the old stems from the new stems if your plant's been growing properly because the new stems are greener, They uh, where the old stems are kind of got some hardwood brown color to them. So you can tell the uh, hardwood from the green stuff. The old, old stem. And uh, both, both Neil, in Neil Sperry's article and in Calvin's article, they say it's uh, 
time to thin your iris beds. Hmm. Uh, and uh, for, uh, so you yeah, agree yeah, with it Neil? Says eighteen inches between the rhizome. In other words, thin them eighteen. With that, they will they will quit blooming if you don't thin them, right? Yeah, most of them. Yeah, they will. You I mean sparse few, bloom. Yeah, you'll have a few blooms, but <clears throat> those beds that you know, like cemetery iris are famous for that have been there thirty years. Yeah, they even though they're packed in there. And they're often in the shade. You'll have two or three blooms right there. But you, if you really want them to bloom, you need yeah, to thin them. Thin them out and put them in the full sun. And it's like they, they haven't been in the shade for 20 years, or they haven't been tight together for 20 years. They just suddenly, yeah, get back into booming mode. Iris are not eaten by deer. Did Calvin write that? I don't know. Is You're it, looking at the paper. Iris are not eaten by deer. That's what he wrote. Boy, that's pretty definitive, isn't it? That's pretty positive. I think that was an editor's change uh. of language. <laughs> but in most neighborhoods. Under some conditions. Eaten. I've seen them in Hollywood Park, not eaten. My neighborhood. They got a beautiful bed of them in Hollywood Park on Forest Appleton Street. But uh, they're not eaten, eaten by deer, and they're very drought tolerant. Oh, sure. Plant new beds in full sun. I think that's what most people do. They start putting them in the shade. Uh, I know we used to have some in Tennessee, my brother planted. And uh, people always want to plant them next to a tree. In a you know around uh-huh. a tree in a in a bed around a tree, and uh, they don't bloom very well, if at all. Uh, so, Kevin uh, says plant new beds in full sun, with the top of the rhizome level with the soil surface, and that's important too. You don't bear it. Uh, that's so important. They, uh, I think it's in Tennessee. That they're using uh, iris as a uh, along roadsides. They don't have blue bonnets like we do, and so uh, they just literally broadcast the rhizomes out hmm. there for out of a machine. I think they do it with a machine. Got daylilies and, out there and too. And they, they t- if they touch the soil, they'll grow. Yeah. Yeah, they're an amazing plant. Yeah, they make a nice. Uh, ground cover too uh in full sun and there's another not fussy about the soil uh don't seem to have any diseases or anything so it's well worth a try and share them with your neighbors when you when you thin those out you're going to have a lot of a lot of sh- uh, plants to share with well and also so always, don't put those uh, in the garbage always seems like the uh Oh, the garden clubs that have, that have uh, plant exchanges. Oh, yeah. That's uh, This is getting into the season where they always have irises. Do you want to talk about some things that the gardening clubs are doing? Well, we need to also mention the uh, uh, gardening volunteers of South Texas. They're mm-hmm. going to have another design school on the 5th, which is next Saturday, I believe. Yeah, uh-huh. yeah go to their website, <coughs> Gardening Volunteers of South Texas, and check it out. It's uh, $30.00. Per individual, and fifty dollars from for two of you from the same household. It's eight thirty to one thirty, 
8.30 a.m. to 1.30 p.m. It's at the San Antonio Botanical Garden. And, it, uh, of course, there's uh, four or five lectures that you would expect and uh, some wonderful handouts, full-color handouts with lots of plant selection to look at. And also there are an individual, I call them counseling sessions, but they, they generally call them uh, conferences, basically, where you, the, you can c- talk about it, some issues you have in your particular landscape with uh, somebody that's got some expertise uh, so you can uh, uh, seek some information to help you c- uh, d- come to a conclusion on how you're going to uh, deal with the issue. And you better better hurry up and uh, register soon because I understand they've they've uh, full. They're oh. getting getting full. Yeah, getting close. It's next Saturday. <laughs> um, also, yeah, go ahead. Also, uh, and and you can sign up for the what gardenvolunteers.org? Gardeningvolunteers.org. Gardeningvolunteers.org. You can also sign up at that same address. For the uh, Saturday, October 12th, uh, Monarch Butterfly and other pollinators uh, uh, workshops that they're having. And uh, I got a note the other day that uh, session one, they have it in two sessions. Session one is from 1 o'clock to 2.30. Session two is from three to four thirty p.m. Uh, I got a note the other day uh, that uh, the session one is filled up, so uh, you have to register for session two, which three to four thirty p.m. And uh, you select your session, which is session two. And pay the $10 fee when you register at the gardenvolunteers.org for the event. So uh, if you wanted to participate in that, they're going to have... The neat thing about that is, over at the Garden Center, uh, it's going to be at the Garden Center. And they're going to have tours. Uh, They're going to have... Each session will have a... Sure, by uh, Charles Bartlett and Albert Del Rio uh, to show you some of these plants that are good butterfly and uh, other other pollinator uh, plants. You know, the uh, I was looking on the internet the other day, and uh, they the internet doesn't uh, the the listings on uh, the internet refer to uh, attracting pollinators. They don't mention butterflies. I don't know that, whether they get monarchs through there or uh, what. It's, a, it's up north, but uh, the extension services in those different states are uh, putting out lists of, pollen, of plants that attract pollinators. Yeah, they may have determined that they're having a separate Label for each yeah. of, each of the pollinators is too much. Yeah, and when they all it's and uh, sure enough, I mean uh, the ones that attract butterflies also attract hummingbirds and bees and things like that. Yeah, there's some degree of difference uh, depending on the f- the flower, but generally, yeah, generally a nectar producing plant produces nectar for whatever's there to eat it. 
So anyway, get your get your registration in for session two. The fee is ten dollars. It's three to three three o'clock to four thirty p.m. and ten dollars a session. The workshop and tour will describe twenty two plants that thrive in San Antonio and provide nectar or larvae. You'll see many of these plants close up in the garden. Evelyn, uh, oh, go ahead. Evelyn is on the line at 210-308-8867. 210-308-8867. Evelyn, how you Hello. doing today? I'm good. How about yourself? Good. How about what's going on with you? How can we help you? Um, I want to know when do you plant the uh, Laura Bush uh, petunia seed? Now, anytime, or uh, you can plant them now. I mean. Now, later, in okay. in October. Okay. You you plant it like a wildflower seed. Yes. And uh, we wait uh, because of the hot, dry weather. We've uh, waited to uh, you know we've delayed some things that we now normally do earlier in the in the season. I know I didn't get but, any petunias last uh, this year. Yeah, get the Millburgers in time. <laughs> okay. Uh, yeah, that Laura Bush, uh, which can be ordered from Wild Seed Farms. That's what I'm saying to do. Um, they uh, they had the pink and the uh, the blue, or oh, not blue, purple. I guess it's lilac. lavender. Yeah, the lilac. lilac. Yeah, and uh, yeah. Uh, you can you can plant those like I say anytime in October. Okay. But uh, when when the rains come, they'll come up. Now, have you have you grown petunias from seed before? Uh, I haven't before. Okay, they're I'm supposed to bury when, them, right? The, the seed is very fine. Yeah. But it looks like dust. Hmm. And uh, when the seedlings come up, they're little bitty things, little bitty. Uh, look like uh, they look like horse mess. No. You can let the pill bugs <laughs> get to them. Yeah. In fact, uh, just to, just for your honor, for aunt, to honor you, I've been, I've told John Thomas to go ahead and put. Horse mint seed in with the petunia seed. You better not say that. <laughs> You're going to get a call from John, not Evelyn. <laughs> <laughs> but I want, I want to tell you that uh, your horse mint is coming back. Do not, do not, do not, do not fret over it. Horse mint? Okay. Horse herb. Horse herb. Horse herb. Yeah. Horse mint. Uh, I was thinking yeah, of bee balm. <laughs> yeah. Back. Yeah. It was gone. Now we have that one rain, and it's coming back with virgin. <laughs> when did you have the rain? Um, uh, but almost two weeks ago on a Thursday night, we had a bad storm here, and oh, I got two and yeah, a half was, inches. That's yeah, Jerry body. Wow, yeah. I got I got that too. But uh, once you have those petunias, like I said, and they go to seed. You'll have uh, petunias for ever forever. and ever, forever and ever. Good. Okay. And have you got a Have you got a sunny location with bare ground uh, that you're gonna plant them in? Well, I was thinking about 
plant them in the six packs planters. Oh, you know? oh, okay. Uh, well, you're not going to be able to get them in the six pack. That's why I'm telling everybody where to get the seed. Yeah, well, I want to call them. She's going to plant them in six pack. Order some seed from the wild seed farm. There you go. She's going to create her own six packs. I think. Oh, you're going to grow your own in six packs? Yeah, that's what I was planning to do. That's seems like that's the only I way I can get them. I would anymore. just, I just, I just go ahead and scatter the seed out. In the in where in the location that you want them to come up. Okay, I have a wheelbarrow, and that's where I wanted to put them because they okay, had them there once be before, perfect. and they were real pretty. That'll be perfect. Plant them in a the wheelbarrow. Okay. Are you going to do the pink or the lilac? The lilac. Okay. I think. Maybe both. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, they're pretty together. Okay, uh, what I about thought, the rain lilies or the naked lilies, whatever you call them? When, do you, when can you dig the bulbs out and transplant them to other places? Because now they just got through blooming and the leaves are just first now coming up. So, And there will be leaves on them for quite a while. So when do you dig them up then? What are you asking about? What plant? Rain lilies or naked lilies, whatever oh. you call them. Well, the rain, oh. The red well, the rain lilies. Yeah. You know, when it rains in the fall, they all pop out at once. Yeah. Yeah. I don't think I'd hesitate to. I think they're so they're so hard. Well, unless they're real thick, you just you just dig where they're yeah. roughly where they were, and you'll find some. But you can also uh, dig them up. Uh, even when the foliage is still green, I think and transplant them. Yeah, if you dig them when the foliage is green, uh, they won't flower the next following year. Curtis, Curtis raises a lot of them. Yeah, but if you if you if you just know where the bulbs are, where yeah, they are, I know where, where they are. I've had them for years, but somebody else, a lady, walked by here the other day and asked about them, so I offered her to okay. give her some plants. Are they, are they white or red? Red. They're the oxblood lilies? Yes, they're dark red. Where'd you get them? Uh, from my mother in Shiner, a long time ago. Oh, my goodness. Wow, that's great. <laughs> I've had them yeah, for don't do over 40 years. So. <laughs> yeah, now the oxblood lilies. Yeah, I wouldn't dig those up now. Yeah, they can be done that way. In other words, but dig them when the green foliage. But uh, Greg Grant says the best time to... Uh, to actually plant the dig those and plant them is in the summer when hmm. they're dormant, when okay. there's no top to them. But uh, you can dig them, and Greg and I have dug them with the tops on them like that. Uh-huh. Uh huh. But like I said, they won't bloom the following year. But yeah. uh, that's a real treasure you got there. Yeah, that's uh, those, cool. Good for you. Those are rare. Those are rare and very expensive bulbs. You don't see them very much anywhere. No, you don't There's see them. two people on this block that I'm one and one on the other end of the block that has those. I bet well, they got them from the same lilies. place. What did you call them? Oxblood. They're oxblood ox lily. That's what it was. I'm sorry. I was wrong. <laughs> yeah, that's that's the lily of the lilies. Uh, we, we looked, uh, because of the short supply, uh, we at one time were going to uh, have people buy uh, plant those lilies and then plant them between Asian jasmine. 
Well, so they would come up between Asia and Jasmine. That would look nice. That'd be pretty. Yeah. And uh, like I say, they'd come up. They'd live about as long as Asia and Jasmine does. But the problem is uh, supply of, of, of roots. Hmm. Thanks, Evelyn. Okay, thank you. We'll Bye-bye. talk to you in a while. Lloyd is on the line at 210-308-8867. Hey there, Lloyd. What's going on? How can we help you? Hello. Uh, I've got a question about oats. Uh, planted about five acres of oats and uh, about three weeks ago. And uh, then, well, plowed the field first, then uh, put fertilizer on it, and then plant it to see that. And since then, it's got a couple rains, about a quarter of an inch or so, and that's all. And I'm wondering if that fertilizer that was put down is any good anymore. Uh, of course, the oats hasn't sprouted yet. doesn't have enough moisture for that. Will that fertilizer just lie on the ground? Like that, and then until it's watered in, yes. What 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 kind of fertilizer was it? Well, it's similar. It's like a nineteen five nice, like that, but it's not. I'm not. I don't remember exactly. It was a you know NPK fertilizer, but I don't remember exactly uh, the number. But not. It was not organic fertilizer. Yeah. How how long ago did you put it down? About a month ago. Oh, gosh. Yeah, weeks. I think it's. Yeah, I think you'll still get some. If it rains now, you'll get. Yeah, some, you, you just wait down the rain. Impact. Right, and when it was planted, the machine, you know, it covered to. I'm just wondering about, you know, gas and all. Does it turn like into a gas and just a all in the ground? Okay. I think I think it'll still be good for you. Thanks, Lloyd. Thank you. Thanks for calling. You take care. We're going to take a break. While we do, give us a call, 210-308-8867, 210-308-8867. More of Millburgers Gardening South Texas coming up with Dr. Jerry Parsons, Dr. Calvin Finch. I'm Milton Glick. This is 930 AM, The Answer. Hi, it's Milton Glick from Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 and Bulverde Road. All right, it's almost October, but right now the Pumpkin Patch and Monster Maze is now open at Millburgers. This is a whole lot of fun, so come on and drop by, run the maze, pick out your favorite Halloween pumpkin. Millburgers has such a great selection of Halloween pumpkins, all different shapes, all different sizes, all different colors, and see many unique home and yard decorations for fall and Halloween. And they're being kind of shy on that one. Millburgers has stuff you will not find anyplace else. From beautiful fall stuff to spooky Halloween stuff, you'll find it in the boutique. Get it? Boutique over at Millburgers. And come on for some free fun with the maze and just enjoy it with the kids' pictures, uh, with the uh, fall backdrop and all kinds of fun at Millburgers Landscape Nursery at 1604 on Bulverde Road. And go online to find out more about upcoming classes in October at millburgernursery.com. Just because you can 
And welcome back to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas, on 9.30 a.m. The answer, 210. Yeah. It was a good feature on her. They, they introduced her in the episode I was watching. I'm sure there's going to be more. But, yeah, she was writing songs at the age of five. Oh, yeah. Sharon is on the line at 210-308-8867. want to make sure we get to her before the time runs out. Hey, Sharon, welcome to Millburgers Gardening, South Texas. How are you doing today? Wonderful. Thank you. What, what's going on? Uh, Jerry, is Cito and Miho on their own roots? No, ma'am. They are not. Okay. No, ma'am. Yeah. That's uh, what I was afraid of. Okay. I did the right well, thing. Well, all you have to do is be careful if it sends up a shoot. Well, it'll that's what th- happened. I saw it, one coming up. Yeah, it'll be oh, thorny. Uh, cut the, I didn't cut give the it thorny time. ones. <laughs> Okay, I, it, good for, good I for you. I went ahead and cut it off because it was coming from real low. Yeah, and that's it. ground level. You did and, good. Uh, but I've got, I'm going to find out for sure because I know some of the ones I have are on their own roots, and I wasn't oh, sure. Oh, okay. Okay. You okay. got good. You you got some good satsumas there. I hope well, I need to get them in the ground. <laughs> yeah. Oh, the still in containers? Yes. When did you get them? When did you buy them? Uh, I belong to a garden club. <laughs> okay. Uh, how long have they been in containers? Oh, they've been Sharon, in you belong to the, the garden club. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, yeah. Anyway, uh, they've been okay. in quite a while, but I am planning on planning on planting them this fall. Soon as okay. I get the rain. And, okay. Uh, but yeah, I just good I just was curious if if they were on their own roots or not. No, but, they're not. All right, Sharon. Good okay, luck. thank you. Thanks Bye-bye. for calling. Bye bye. All right, there we go. That'll free up a line real quick. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Two one zero three zero eight eighty eight sixty seven. Oh. I was. I haven't mentioned pecans uh, hmm. in the last couple of days, but uh, uh, and other and other trees. Uh, Neil Neil Spare makes a good point in his uh, weekly newsletter uh, about uh, don't don't be worrying about trees that are showing leaf spots on the leaf, leaf browning. And leaf drop. Uh, because, why, Milton? Because it's fall? It's fall. They're supposed to fall. Most of them. <laughs> I'm getting, I, I've got a couple uh, uh, emails, too, about acorns. Yeah, oh, yeah. Yes, yeah, should they. How to get rid them? of the yeah, acorns? Sweep them up or what? I should <laughs> Just let those squirrels and birds eat them. <laughs> and they'll be gone for. I bet the deer will eat them in your neighborhood. Oh gosh, yeah, <laughs> yeah. It's a it's a race. You don't have to buy corn for them anymore. I don't. Yeah, you don't catch me feeding them corn. <laughs> my, I, I don't. I haven't checked the acorns on my tree yet. I, I had a good acre, uh, a good bad acorn crop last year. Well, I had a lot of acorns, but I haven't checked this year to see whatever. Uh, we talked about fertilizing. 
Uh, Neil talked a lot about uh, buy and plant the best quality daffodils, jonquils, narcissus, gray pison, and summer snowflakes. I don't think they're on the market yet, are they? Uh, those those bulbs. Yeah, uh, let's see. What's our target on those? Well, any I guess any time. Yeah, yeah. I, I man, it's coming up. Yeah, um, tulips. You can, get a, you can get them on the uh, internet. Yeah, uh, tulips and uh, tulips and Dutch hyson should be bought now, but put in the refrigerator, not freezer, for forty-five days at forty-five degrees, and then plant them the second half of December. In other words, you gotta give them a chill requirement. Uh, Remember when we did that uh, experiment, we were promoting it uh, January 1st was the target date for the tulips. Yeah. I didn't realize he says buy and plant. Best quality daffodils, jonquils, narcissus, grape ices, and snowflakes. Uh, I guess you don't have to give those a chilling. No, you don't. The, the, but you, if but, you want them to naturalize, you got to pick the right selections right. of daffodils. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Neil mentions uh, Ice Follies and Carlton. Yeah. Um, All right. Number. Well, we'll have to touch base on this uh, next week because we got to say goodbye for today. Thanks to Al doing a great job. All the callers uh, that called But he in. didn't let it rain. No, Al, you need to work on that rain for next week, okay? We will say goodbye for today. I'm Milton Glick along for the docs. See you tomorrow or see you next week. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal record to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.